My name is Brendan Benishad. I'm the co-founder and COO of TopTal, and we are listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast. Straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy. GummyCube. GummyCube are dedicated to helping your mobile app find its audience. So for the world's best app store optimization and pulling data that you need from the app stores, then go to GummyCube.com. That's G-U-M-M-I-C-U-B-E, GummyCube.com. Hey, thanks, GummyCube, for sponsoring this episode. TopTal. TopTal is a marketplace for the top developers and top designers. So to get a no-risk trial period of up to two weeks, with the top 3% of developers and designers in the world, visit toptal.com forward slash pool, toptal.com forward slash pool. And thank you to TopTal for supporting this episode. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host. This is Paul Kemp. So I uh, go around the world and interview some of the best founders I can find. And if you're someone who has listened to this podcast for some time, you know a big theme that we have is with networking, the importance of networking. I love networking. I love any apps that help us do this. And and so I, what I wanted to do was uh, speak with someone who has built a networking app and it has led to... Uh, some business on there uh, being over like 500,000. I mean, it's an incredible um, achievement just in this very new app. Before I introduce our guest today, I do want to take a moment to thank my two sponsors who helped this episode and support this episode. Uh, of course, you'll know uh, I am sponsored by uh, TopTal. TopTal is uh, the, the world's best uh, network for developers and designers. So if you have a project that needs doing, if you have uh, some work that you need to get uh, help with, uh, then go to the, the best network there is. It's TopTal, and you can go to this link and you'll get a two-week uh, trial uh, where you can get uh, um, your developer paid for if it, if it doesn't work out. Uh, go to toptal.com forward slash pool, toptal.com forward slash pool, and that's that special link that'll work. Uh, and also GummyCube. GummyCube is the world's best when it comes to app store optimization. Uh, it's very important now to, to get the the best uh, optimization we can get and not take that data from the uh, Google and the websites, but take it from the app stores themselves. And that's what the, uh, that's what uh, GummyCube do. So go to GummyCube.com, GummyCube.com. And they've been such a great sponsor of this uh, show over the years. Uh, uh, right. So uh, without further ado, let me just introduce uh, James Eder. He is the founder of uh, the app Causa, C-A-U-S-R, Causa. Uh, it's a great networking app, and we're going to talk about the journey he's taken with it. So, James, welcome to the App Guy podcast. Hey, it's great to be here. Thanks for coming on. Uh, so, well, firstly, let's just talk about uh, the, the fact that you've managed to build an app, and within uh, several weeks, there has been a connection made that led to £500,000 worth of business. T t tell us about how that happened. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, because like you said, it's only recently launched, but um, I had a message from, from one of the users just saying, thank you so much and congratulations for the app. And I said, can you tell me a bit more about kind of, yeah, what, what, what happened and, and you know, how you've used it? And he said, sure, not at all. And uh, it turns out that he was working from home one day and he went on the app and he saw um, who's nearby and the whole premise of Causa is about showing who's nearby and giving people a bit of context 
for who they are and what they do. And with that context, you're able to um, then connect and reach out to people. And um, so they connected with someone and it was someone, incidentally, they were a recruiter, so they were helping to recruit people. And the person they connected with worked at a big mobile company. And um, they, um, I got the kind of a testimonial from both sides, um, both saying that they're friends and the other one validating now they're friends. They fenced together, which seemed quite random. Uh, they're going to, uh, one of them's going to the person's wedding. Uh, and they also did a half a million pound business deal as a result because they were kind of looking to build out their wider team. And uh, so, yeah, fantastic kind of almost first testimonial for how the app in action and how it can work. And that's what I love about the journey so far. James, let's talk about you first before we jump into the app itself. And uh, I wondered uh, like, how you got involved in creating an app and running a business. Uh, t- tell us about you know, the, sure. the stuff so, you did yeah, beforehand. I guess my background, I, I started my first company when I was 22, um, a company called Student Beans that was all about how we can help students save money and how we can help businesses. And... I guess it resulted in kind of a number of stories. One was sitting on the London Underground a few years ago. Someone came to sit next to me with a CV in their hand. And I just turned to them and said, are you looking for a job? Uh, short version of a longer story is they ended up coming to work for Student Beans. And it was really then you start thinking about the connections and opportunities that surround us perhaps every day. But why often those conversations don't happen? Uh, and there was another story. I was in the office speaking to a colleague about Virgin Activity Days. Um, and they're powered by a company called Acorn. Ten minutes later, I was standing on Golders Green platform. I couldn't hear something over the tannoy. So I turned to the person standing immediately next to me and said, you know, is there a problem? Is the train coming? He's like, no, no, train will be here soon. And we carried on the conversation. And it turns out he was the exact person from Acorn that I needed to speak to, that just ten minutes earlier I said I needed to. And the context, again, what stops often those conversations happening is people don't have a frame or reference and I guess for me because I saw the CV that gave me permission and because I couldn't hear something over the tannoy again that paid me permission and so the punchline is really if we can create an app that gives people context of who's nearby then that can enable people to break the ice easily and hopefully create these more meaningful connections that are often missed. And I, lo- I love that story because uh, I, having spent a lot of time living in London uh, I know how many important people are around you. And I guess this applies also if you're in San Francisco, New York, or any other big city. There are so many important people around you. And yet the connections you make uh, don't have to be just at conferences, can be in the walk of life. And and so then let's talk about Causa, the app then. Uh, how, um, you know, does it actually work? Give us, a, give us an idea then of uh, the you know the the kind of user flow from opening the app to then making these half a million pound connections. Absolutely. So yeah, it's really simple. So you log on. Uh, at the moment, it's exclusively available on the Apple App Store. Um, and to give some context as well, we actually did a, a web app, uh, an initial version that we had over a thousand users on there, and that provided us a bit of insight. And over eighty percent of our initial test users were on iOS, which. Uh, for those of you that are waiting for it to be on Android, we'll hopefully get there soon, but there was a very much data-driven decision to, to decide to launch with the initial test bed. Um, so we, you download it from the Apple App Store and um, you actually log in using LinkedIn. So partly the reason why we did that is around hooking into your in, existing kind of the professional 
um, profile that LinkedIn represents. Um, you know, and I know a lot of people maybe talk about um, like dating for business, and you've got on the on the right hand side, I guess, the different dating location apps. And for us, it's very much about the professional connection, uh, an opportunity to connect from a business perspective. Um, so that's why we hook in with that. And then that pulls your photo, your job title, and a brief synopsis. Um, and that's kind of the, the, the first kind of key thing that gives people, again, a bit of context about you. Um, the next thing that you can do on the app as well is join different groups. So that might be if you're interested in startups or your, um, your company as well. We've got company groups on there. And very much the idea of groups is to give people, again, a bit more specific context. So it shows other people about you, but also you can then, if you're part of the group, you can see who's nearby explicitly from those groups. So for example, I went to the University of Birmingham, so there's a University of Birmingham group, and if I click on it, I can see anyone who's nearest from the University of Birmingham. So that's again, adding that kind of value. Um, so the first screen when you log in, you can see who's nearby, and then you very simply, if you want to connect with someone, click on their name, see a bit more about them, and then you can add a request. Um, if they accept, then you can chat within the app, and then the idea is you know, to facilitate the face-to-face -face meeting. And I think the emphasis is very much technology being an enabler to create those face-to-face -face interactions. And um, you know, that's something very key. We were just actually mentioned by Richard Branson on, on, on a blog and post on LinkedIn as well around this whole technology. We're so digitally connected, but at the same time, often quite isolated. And it's the face-to-face -face interaction that can really make a difference. And that's what Causa is all about, being a very much enabling technology to create that face-to-face -face connection. Well, I can't miss the opportunity. You mentioned Richard Branson. Uh, I have been to his house, uh, swam in his pool, sat on his, his uh, chair, watched his TV. Uh, he's a great <laughs> guy. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> sadly, uh, his success hasn't rubbed off on me, but um, he's always... Surely not. I, I, don't, I don't believe it. <laughs> don't believe it. Well, the day that Richard Branson becomes a podcaster, then maybe. Uh, the, <laughs> you know, James, um, in, in all these episodes, there's one wonderful nugget that you've just uh, talked about, a golden nugget, that I, I feel that is incredibly important. And uh, many of the app entrepreneurs, the apps, the tribe listening to this, they do develop an app first. They spend a lot of money, a lot of time developing that app, maybe months, maybe sometimes years. And then they throw out the app on the app store, then spend all their money on marketing. What I love about your journey is you built a web app first, built up a test audience, got the data, and then transferred many of those people over to the app, 80%, I think you said, uh, through the web app. I'd love to know that part of the process and what sort of questions did you ask those users to try and understand uh, like what the app would look like? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, one of the things was um, getting people, you know, how people are using it, trialing it and testing it. Is there, you know, an appetite for, for this type of thing? And um, as well, I guess, what, what exists and, and what we can create. And, I guess I relate back to when I started Student Beans, and if you go on Google and you search for student discounts, there were around a million um, results at the time. But if I asked anyone, can you name a website that does student discounts, no one could name one. And therefore I felt like Student Beans could be the app, or at the time, the kind of website to deliver on that. And I think in a similar way for Causa, you know, it's about creating something of real value and starting with the user in mind, and that's where we saw, you know, the, the web app was a, I guess, a stepping stone to see kind of how it could work, what people would do. And, you know, one of the limitations of the web app at the time was 
from a location perspective, it, it only happens when you log in. Um, and so the idea of Mount Corso is kind of within the background. It helps you um, to, to connect when you're not necessarily logged in actively in, into the app. And that's kind of extremely powerful because it's those, I guess, serendipity and those moments uh, where people can then connect with you um, that's super useful. So it was, you know, really, really useful, like learning curve and, and kind of feedback process. And uh, yeah, that was really key. Yeah. And how did you get users to that web app then? I mean, it's a website. Uh, did you pro- use paid promotion techniques or uh, something else? Yeah, to be honest, I've, I've kind of, um, we are going to be experimenting with various forms of kind of paid um, kind of marketing. But initially, actually, it was through, through my network and, and very much, I guess, um, it's interesting, again, when I started Student Beams was people who met me were like, could see why I created a business around. I love deals and discounts and very driven uh, by that. And over the years, I've very much been, you know, focused around this networking connectivity. And if I look back at so many of my successes, it's ultimately people do business with people. And so I've built up my own network over the last um, 11 years in, in business. And so it was actually initially seeding it with those people. Um, and hopefully the best way of doing that is is getting out to the, to those relevant people. And I know a lot of people talk about innovators and early adopters, and it's almost they self-select themselves, which I think is quite interesting. You know, that's kind of a cycle, right? Naturally, people who are innovators are going to pick this up and download it and start using it. And that's kind of the type of people that we want to speak to. Um, the other thing is about playing in on initial communities that already exist. Uh, so I mentioned that earlier. We're actually looking at working, whether it be with football clubs and football fans um, or people that play golf. You know, it's all these different things. So it does transcend social business. Um, but one of the ideas, if I was sitting on a train and there was someone sitting next to me, if I had a nugget of information about them that would result in an interesting conversation, what could that be? Um, and we actually had a fantastic partnership with the Prince's Trust, which is all around connecting their mentors and mentees and people that have been involved in them in the last 40 years. And that's a great community of people that share a very, very common passion around helping young people and really making a difference. And so those are the things that kind of are the conversation starters. And that was the focus of how we've grown and, and look to continue to grow. Yeah, I'm often reminded of something I think I learned from Seth Godin, which is that uh, Nike did not invent running communities. They just tapped into it and offered them what they needed. And that's what I've learned from you in terms of going where these communities are. Uh, and uh, so, so let me just try and take a stab at what, what your process is then. You had this web app, and I'm guessing that people had to sign up with a, a Causa account uh, before they could uh, experiment and test the web app. Is, is that right? Absolutely. It actually uses the same premise that, that Causa does today. So they actually had to use uh, their LinkedIn to log in. Um, and so from day one, that was, um, yeah, the kind of the opportunity around and hooking in from a professional context. So, right. so it worked in a very similar way. And did that enable you then to uh, ask them directly through LinkedIn messaging uh, or whatever, I guess you get their email uh, about, and, and did you like ask them for feedback? And if so, h- how frequently were you able to do that to those new users? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, it, it's a very, um, uh, very organic process and my email, so all of the welcome emails came from me, uh, everything kind of that feedback loop and the open feedback loop kind of came, um, came like every email that got sent, every request that 
the connections came, I guess it came signed off from me. So there was a very much like organic and natural um, route. We didn't necessarily, we didn't kind of host any um, kind of feedback in-person sessions at the time, but we did speak to a number of people. Um, and uh, yeah, it was interesting kind of um, over, over the course of a number of months getting, you know, yeah, the, that initial feedback. I, I think it's quite interesting with a web app, you know, a lot of people almost wanted to download something, but in their mindset it was, can I go on the app store or I'll go on the app store and get it and to try and explain and educate people, no, actually you don't need to go on the app store. You can just go to the URL. It's quite an interesting process, but um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's great because I feel like that's really part of what we could learn through your process. Let me take this opportunity to thank my sponsors. First is GummyCube. Uh, GummyCube is great when it comes to app store optimization. And you know, I was reading an article on Reddit the other day and it read, is it still possible to be an apppreneur? And the best piece of advice given to this apppreneur was to get your app store optimization right. Uh, ASO is incredibly important because 63% of the apps that are discovered and uh, put onto a phone are through App Store search. And so that means you need to be where it counts. That means being discovered when people are searching your keywords and actually knowing what those keywords are, the best converting keywords. GummyCube are taking all of their data from the app stores. They're not scraping the web, they are actually getting real mobile data and that is so important because the way we use the app store is very different to the way we search on the web uh, so go to a trusted source for your app store optimization go to gummycube.com gummycube.com and i want to thank gummycube for being such a long sponsor of the show top towel top towel is really interesting because if you look at their two major themes and how they differentiate themselves as a network of developers and designers. Uh, the first is the caliber of the people. And I know I have sent a lot of developers and designers uh, to apply for TopTal, and I can see the rejection rate is really high. They are incredibly hard to get into. They have a high bar, but what that means is that the people that are part of the TopTal network have an incredibly high caliber of skill, talent, are great to work with. And what that means for you is that it helps you build your projects, build your apps, build your sites a lot quicker and without any fuss because you're getting a world-class developer or a designer working on your case. Now, the second thing about TopTal, which really shines through, is the process. They walk you through the process of connecting with a developer or designer. They, first of all, have a lead developer designer interview you, understand your project needs, work out how best to communicate with you, and then they uh, suggest the people within their network. And in fact, they arrange the interview with the right people. So it's a very hands-on process of matching you with the perfect person within the top town network. So I would suggest highly that if you do have a project, if you do have a shortage of development talent on your own team, and you need access to a quick, world-class developer network, then go to toptal.com forward slash pool, toptal.com forward slash pool. And if you go to that URL, uh, you'll get a two-week trial 
uh, it's up to two weeks and uh, if you for some reason are not happy what they do is they cover the costs of the, the developers time they still pay the developer and then you get another shot if you need to at uh, using someone else but I very much doubt that you'll get into trouble because these guys are world-class so toptile.com forward slash pool thank you very much to toptile for supporting this episode okay let's get back into the chat now where do you think uh, causa is going what well, i mean do you have like a, a business plan uh, or is it something that you're just doing organically to see where where it goes and what happens to to the network yeah no i i'm very like clear like the the opportunity for this and i guess our, our mission is to create millions of meaningful connections for people nearby all around the world every day and the premise behind it, I mean, if you think about kind of Facebook's connecting friends and LinkedIn connect, connecting kind of business connections, very much the idea is like if I'm, say, I'm waiting at the airport and I'm traveling for work, there are more people near me that I don't know than I know. And there's not, I guess, I don't think today, a welcoming platform that helps to engage those types of situations and those types of opportunities. And that's what we really hope to fill. So there is a very big ambition here. Um, you know, you've got to start somewhere. And so we, we launched so within, it was within the last two months. We've um, had, a, as you said already, some very interesting um, business deals done. Um, I know we've had people in Miami meet to talk about solar panels and solar power and helping in Haiti um, after the hurricane there. We've had some people also meeting an innovation agency, meeting a big insurance company. And so these are kind of the, the grassroots, almost the green shoots that you can, you can see that see the potential um, and you know that there's a there's a lot more that we that we want to do and we can see as I said the groups and the existing communities and I love your reference to Nike because I think it's it's very you know apparent and apt um, around look what the community want to do ultimately if we can help them connect more and add value and that goes everything from alumni networks for example so if you knew someone perhaps not every school but some schools if you knew someone went to your school and they were sitting again at the airport waiting for a flight you'd be really interested in having having that conversation um similarly big big companies like pwc they book a million hotel nights a year it's a fantastic number and thinking how many times people from the same company are in the same place but have a missed connection or missed opportunity to to help connect internally so there's there's a lot of opportunity and for us at the moment it's about focusing on those i guess initial communities that can really see the value and then we'll take it from there um so yeah there is a business plan kind of behind it and we're it's early days but we're focusing on on how we can deliver and add value and it's amazing i think with student beans looking back after 11 years like where we've innovated and focused um, and it's starting with that same premise you know how can we help and add value and make a difference and then everything hopefully takes care of itself so james before we say goodbye to you there uh, i often ask the founders uh, that come on this show about their lifestyle and it's because many of the entrepreneurs on here sometimes question what they're doing uh, because there are so many ups and downs and we can all go through tough times as well as good times. And so I'd love to get your perspective on someone who, it seems like you've been doing uh, your own stuff for uh, 11 years plus. So um, you're not coming from like the corporate world to do this. <laughs> but uh, I wondered, what's the benefit of what you do? What what do you enjoy most? What If someone's listening to you and they are running their own business, but they're just kind of feeling a bit 
pained, for instance, uh, they're maybe questioning what they're doing. What do you get out of this? Sure, I guess I'm not a songwriter or a singer, but I would say if you walk down the street and you were a songwriter and you heard someone singing your song that you've written, I think that'd be kind of incredibly rewarding. And so I kind of maybe joke saying I can't write or sing, but creating a business that provides value that, you know, enables people to connect and do um, and, you know, seeing new users signing up, seeing um, and getting that feedback loop of how people are connecting and making a difference. Um, I think that's, that's what's really key. And in terms of kind of listeners, you know, the ups and downs and struggles, and we all have them. And I think it's, it's about thinking like what gives you energy and how, where can you add value and what can you do and what are your key strengths and focus on those and then surround yourself by other people that, that can fill in those gaps and support you perhaps to do the things that perhaps you don't necessarily enjoy doing as much and um, about keeping, keeping focused on what, what the most important things are um, and I think hopefully between those things um, you know, that, that would be yeah, really, really useful. James, I mean, I can really uh, almost empathize with what you're saying, because as someone who uh, was once in uh, Dubai and uh, I came across a guy who was living in an oasis in the middle of nowhere in the United Arab Emirates, UAE, and uh, he recognized me from a podcast and it doesn't often happen. <laughs> but uh, when those times do happen, it, it, I know how fulfilling it is. And I'm also reminded of uh, someone who recorded a personal message to a creator uh, telling him how he's changed his life because of his product. And, and he's writing his first book. And it made the founder cry, you know, when he got that feedback. So uh, it's almost like a very personal thing. Uh, now, James, uh, what is the best thing that people could do uh, to, to help you right now? Uh, I'm guessing go to the App Store and download Causa. Absolutely, yeah. Look, please um, go to the App Store. Um, it's Causa, spelled C-A-U-S-R. It's worth saying, actually, maybe the reason behind the name. Um, and I know maybe a lot of founders maybe agonise, I think, you know, what can they call and how can they say it? So Causa was um, in C-A-U-S-A in Latin, is around connection and to connect and the idea, um, one of my favourite films actually is The Matrix, and in The Matrix there's a great scene about cause and effect and thinking about the impact of what you do. And so the idea of causa is to kind of create connections that you'd otherwise miss. And um, so yes, please go to the App Store um, and, and download Causa. Um, please share, please you know, use it, try and connect with people near you and see. The other thing is about, I, I think what's really key is about building this network of people around the world. Um, within the app, you can update your status, which is very simply to broadcast maybe what you're looking for, what you need help with, or how maybe you can help other people. And it's that that actually is kind of really key that we're trying to emulate and create a community of people around the world that are very much kind of open to collaboration and connection. And it's often if you, by helping others, um, it's then when you can, you can get help. And I think a stepping stone as well that's worth saying is um, before this as well, I almost did this minimum viable product or a concept where I created um, a WhatsApp group for everyone that lives in my building. And that was really transformative for how we live as a community. Everything from, does anyone want to play squash or I've got leftover food um, or anything like that. And it, it's amazing, we had a power cut a few months ago and you know someone offered to call the electricity company. And within a few minutes, everyone knew what was going on. And you could imagine, um, you know, behind the scenes had that not happened, everyone else kind of scrambling around to help fix things. And 
that for me the intent was if we can create a global platform to almost reenact what I've created you know which often in London I'm sure those listeners who are from London will relate to this and those not but you know it can be very isolating and um, lonely people living in big cities and I'm really passionate about how we can help change the world and do something about that and bring community back um, not just locally but globally as well. Yeah, and James, you've stumbled across my best film and, and uh, my favourite film, The Matrix. I feel like we should have another episode just on that. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so, fi- finally, how can people also reach out and connect to you, to you? I mean, if you if you've inspired those listening and they want to maybe ask you a few more questions about entrepreneur? Absolutely. Entrepreneur so feel free on on LinkedIn. Um, you can find me very easily. It's James and then Eder spelled E-D-E-R, um, or on Twitter, um, and that's. Just just at James Eder um, or indeed on Causa. And so, you know, often it's amazing. I've already actually had meetings as a result of Causa because when someone, um, someone reached out and said, look, can we meet? And they were trying to, um, it, was a, it was a media agency around something. And I just said, look, unfortunately, like at the moment, I'm really focused on doing what I need to do. And then I saw them on Causa and I saw that they were within, it was 500 meters from where I was. I finished one meeting early. I had another meeting in the area. So I messaged them just to say, hey, look, I know I said I was kind of busy at the moment, but feel free if you're around now. And they came to meet me for half an hour. And that conversation and meeting would never have happened had they not been on the app. So uh, hopefully another kind of example of how the app can use and facilitate uh, meetings that would otherwise not necessarily happen. Yeah, and one thing while it comes to mind for uh, uh, actually a really helpful uh, piece of information is that if you search for an app in the App Store and download it, uh, it, it really does help you get into that search uh, that trending search on the on the uh, Apple App Store, especially, uh, and it's it's better for App Store optimization uh, rather than downloading from a link. Uh, so uh, go ahead, search in the App Store, Causa. James, wonderful chat with you. I know uh, it, I, I've certainly been inspired. Thanks very much for coming on this podcast, and uh, hopefully we can all start meeting through Causa. Absolutely. Thanks so much, and yeah, good luck to everyone on their own journeys. And look forward to being in touch. Thanks, James. Bye for now. Cheers. Bye. So the reason I do this podcast is that I wanted to find out from the founders how to run successful app companies. Uh, what are the tricks? What are the uh, tips for success? And so I've, I've learned a load of information and this is great because I'm part of a team uh, and it's an app startup called Velap. I'm really excited to be part of the team. And what I've been doing for my part is reaching out to the tech press and trying to connect with various influencers, especially influencers that are potentially able to write about a a new video editing app. And so I wanted to make sure that uh, I connected with as many people as I could who are influencers. Uh, My appeal to you is this. If you know of influencers, if you know and have relationships with tech journalists or bloggers or podcasters or uh, anyone who has uh, an influence to an audience and would be uh, interested in making a connection with me, maybe even building up a relationship uh, so that I can help them and in return maybe they can help me, uh, please do make those introductions for me. I would love to be introduced to uh, anyone who you think could be a, a good influencer for a video editing app that is in my opinion, going to change the world. And 
Uh, I know that we've managed to get a demo from Steve Wozniak, the co-founder of Apple, and he loves the product, he loves the app. So uh, if it's good enough for the co-founder of Apple, it's gotta be good enough for uh, the tech journalists out there who write about this stuff. So please do uh, think about your network and help me by making an introduction to me Paul at theappguide.co. That's Paul at theappguide.co. Thank you so much for doing that. And I look forward to getting another episode to you shortly. Bye for now.